0: All right. So this scripture tells us a very famous line to build our treasure in heaven. And you've heard that. And I, growing up, always used to hear when my people would say, offer it up. I I didn't like it because that always meant I didn't get what I wanted. So whatever it might be, that was not something to rejoice about. But as I got older and began to understand the Catholic faith a little bit, a priest once told me that every time you have any pleasure, pain, joy, sorrow, success, failure, offer that up. And he said, think of it as a brick. And every time something happens to you from stubbing your toe or somebody humiliates you so there's an act of humiliation so the bad stuff to the good stuff to maybe you get something that's really a lot of spiritual consolation or something good happens to you or you and your spouse or you find a spouse and you're getting married all these great things whatever it is that you see god working in your life Sometimes for the suffering that can be redemptive or the good, it's like a brick. And he said, take that brick every time, stop and offer it up to Mary. Into the hands of Mary, she is our brick broker. And every time you give her a brick, she then is building your mansion in heaven. So, Stubbato, don't miss the chance to send Mary a brick. Um, have something good happen to you, don't forget to say thanks to God and send Mary a brick. You have something that you're excited about, send Mary a brick because it's all God who's doing that. If it's sorrow or pain, send Mary a brick because that pain and suffering can be redemptive. And with those bricks you send her, she is building your mansion in heaven. Then you start sending bricks for your loved ones to be able to start building them. So now our Lord talks about heaven and this is where our treasure will be. And so I was reading some Peter Kraft that you've heard me talk about him before along with some of the others that are real good Catholic uh, philosophers and theologians. And so <clears throat> I did a talk a few Saturdays ago on what is heaven like, on my part of my Explaining the Faith series. And I was, went back and I was reading that, and I was like, boy, this is some powerful stuff from, from him, from Peter Kreft. And I wanted to summarize it a little bit, just taking some highlights. First of all, he says, we are to build our mansion into heaven, but are we to possess anything? And the question was, will we possess in heaven? What will we possess in heaven? And he says, nothing and everything. And that was interesting. So he said, we must detach in order to enter heaven. We must, because we're not taking anything from earth. This is why in one of my other talks, how to prepare for death, I talked about one of the priests that, that I quoted said, the reason that we're fearful of death is because we haven't practiced for it. It's like going into a game. I would be very fearful if I was going into a game now because I haven't done any practice. So we haven't practiced for death. What does that mean, Father? We haven't died to ourself. Practicing giving up things, giving things that, that we deny our will. And so anyway, he said, learning detachment from the world, which we can possess. We can possess the world. All right is our training for learning detachment from the desire to possess heaven because we can't possess that. And so I quoted uh, C.S. Lewis when he was asked, will you have your books with you in heaven? He loved books. And he said, only those ones I gave away on earth. I thought, wow, that's powerful. All right, so more of what heaven will be like. If Jesus is saying build the treasure in heaven, what are you building it for? What's it going to be like? Will you be bored? We hear this often. Father, billions and billions of years sound like a really long time. There's no way I won't get bored. No, you won't get bored because you are with God the whole time and God is infinite, which means you will never come to the end of exploring him. He is new every single day. You can never fully figure him out. Heaven is eternal, meaning time does not happen like we know it. There's no past for God. There's no future for God. Everything is one big present moment. A condition for boredom is the passing of time. There is no passing of time. All time is present eternity. There's no waiting. So you won't be bored. All right, Father, do those in heaven see us? Will we be able to see those on earth, our loved ones? Do we see those in heaven see us? Yes, to a degree, we are surrounded, the Bible tells us, by a cloud of witnesses. You really want to be humbled? Read Paul when he talks about you are like an athlete in a stadium. And all of heaven is in the bleachers in the stadium watching you compete in the game of life. That's humbling. I once read somebody said, you know what real virtue is? Doing the right thing when nobody's watching. Because all of us seem to find the right way or do the right thing when people are watching us. The question is, when you think you can get away with something, well, you can't. Because all of heaven is watching us. There there is a cloud of witnesses. The communion of saints through the body of Christ are linked all right, all those souls in heaven don't know everything. They're not omniscient. Only God is omniscient, not even Satan. People think Satan knows every single thing you're doing. No, he doesn't. Satan is not omniscient. It's what you reveal to the demons that they use against you. So watch your, your words and your thoughts. You know, those things God or uh, the, the, the devils can get, but only what you show them. Remember, I always say, St. Francis de Sales, watch your thoughts because thoughts turn to words. Watch your words because words turn to action. Watch your actions because actions develop habits. Watch your habits because habits develop character. And watch your character because your character determines where you'll spend eternity. All that process, you're revealing what's in you. But Satan and even those in heaven are not omniscient. They don't know everything. Only God does. So watch how we do that. All right, now, this is very powerful. All right, so Jesus connects us, heaven and earth, through communion. He is in heaven, but he's also on earth in the Eucharist. And so God connects us. Jesus said he will remain with us until the end of time. How is he going to remain with us to the end of the time? He ascended to the Father, the Eucharist. This is very clear. How do you explain to non-Catholics that statement that Jesus says, I will remain with you to the end of time and then ascends to the Father? See ya. No. He stays with us in the Eucharist. And that connects heaven and earth. All right. I sent a video out a couple weeks ago. Will there be your pets in heaven? So if you have that treasure in heaven or that home and that mansion that Mary builds you in heaven, are you going to have to build a door to let out Fido, right? Are you going to have to have that little pet door for your pet to come in and out? All right. Now this one. All right. Will your pets be in heaven? All right. Thomas Aquinas says, there will be animals in heaven. Jesus rides a horse when he comes the time. They've been people who have seen animals in heaven. He said there will be, but not our particular animals because ours have, do not have, like humans, rational, immortal souls. They have souls. Remember, everything has alive has a soul. A plant has a soul. It's called a vegetative soul. An animal has a soul. It's called an appetitive soul. But the human has a rational, immortal soul. Only those will go to heaven. Now, hold on before you get all over me on this. That's Thomas Aquinas' view, which is pretty much accepted by the church. However, the Franciscans take a different view. C.S. Lewis as well, my favorite author, supposes, he says, that animals are saved in their masters. Because when the master is saved, so is everything with him, and the animals are part of that. An animal is incapable of rejecting God like another human being. So that is saved with that person as part of their extended being because God brings all of creation to himself and animals are part of creation. So if you don't like Thomas Aquinas's view, maybe you're not Dominican, maybe you're Franciscan. All right, Peter Crift agrees that our pets will be there. So it's not church teaching. You're not going to be able to go to the catechism and say, absolutely, your pet will be there. But... There's different viewpoints. All right, will we all be equal in heaven? Will my door and my mansion be the same size as your mansion? We are not in competition here. Everybody will be filled to the level of which they are maximized. So the vessel by which you receive grace, according to St. Faustina, is what? What did St. Faustina say is the vessel by which all grace is received? You want to get to heaven? I want to get to heaven. We need grace. But St. Faustina says there's a particular vessel by which all grace is received. What is that vessel? Trust. All right? So you know how big you will be in heaven? is how much you trust. So if you trust this much, you'll be like a little thimble in heaven, but you will be filled. Your little thimble, thimbleness, will be filled to the brim. So you will be completely happy because you can't take any more in. You're this thimble. Or if you want to be a giant container, God will fill that. So some will be receiving more than others in heaven because it is how much we opened ourselves to grace. How do we open ourselves to grace? It's based on how much we trust it. This is why the Diary of St. Faustina and the Bible are built completely around trust. Written around trust. And so this is very important. The church teaches that in heaven we will experience things differently as different individuals. Based on what we did in life. Based on how we trusted. How much we opened ourselves to God's love. How much we loved each other. Heaven has multi-layers. There'll be multi-layers in heaven, meaning not all saints and angels and the saints are equal. Saint Joseph is a greater saint than some saints that we've heard about from the 5th century. All right, they're not all equal. Not all people will receive the same reward. So no matter what you guys write to me and tell me that socialism is the way of Jesus Christ and communism, well, it's not the way in heaven. It's not. And so... We have to understand this. We will shine with the light in heaven by which we reflected Christ on earth. So if we were Jesus to other people, if we were full of love, we reflect Jesus on earth, we will shine brighter in heaven. For those that reflected Christ less on earth, we will shine less in heaven. But remember, we will all be filled to our maximum happiness. So nobody will be sad in heaven. Well, you got a brighter light than I do. <laughs> no, that isn't going to happen. You're going to be so happy with the light you got. I'm asking for just that little tiny pen light. Remember those the ladies carrying the purses, those little tiny flashlights, just that little tiny beep, which absolutely light up nothing. If Lord, I could even have that much light in heaven, praise be to God, but I want to burn brighter. We want to burn, we want to burn like the great saints. So this is what our goal is. Build that treasure in heaven. This is what Jesus is telling us. All right, now, will our bodies be perfect? Yes. That's why I always laugh. I say, this is, you know, nobody's happy seems to be with their bodies here. Tall, thin, short, fat, old, young, whatever it is. That's not what God's going to look at. St. Thomas tells us we will all be perfected. He says, quote, Man will rise again in his body without any defect of human nature. Because as God founded human nature without a defect, even so will he restore it without defect. So your aches and pains, your arthritis, your sore back, gone. This is beautiful. So, You want to get to heaven to experience this? You want to get to heaven to be part of this family? Start now on earth. We have to start with communion. It's all about love. And communion begins what we will experience in heaven. And where does communion ultimately flourish on earth? The mass. This is holy communion. And so, if we want to get to heaven... Stay in a state of grace. If you're not in a state of grace, just get to confession. Or in our cases, if you can't, make a spiritual act of contrition. Stay in a state of grace and accept the help that God gives you. The angels, the saints, and most of all, the church. This is Noah's ark. This is the ark that's going to save us. The sacraments. Accept that help. Then do your part. Love your neighbor, love God, and love your neighbor. That's all you need to do to get to heaven. I know it's not that easy. Stay in a state of grace, accept the help God gives you and the angels, the saints, and especially the church. And then do your part. Love God and love your neighbor. That's the recipe. And don't forget, it's all fueled by prayer. We gotta have prayer. But you, can, you don't have to spend hours in the chapel I mean, that's what we do as religious, but if you can't, make your work your prayer. I hear a lot in confession, Father, I'm an impatient driver. I mean, these drivers are crazy. The traffic chance, make that your prayer. Lord, I am really aggravated right now, but I want to ask you to grow me in humility. And that can become a prayer. Your work, your are laboring out in the yard today raking the mowing the grass of that do that for the glory of god offer that up that work can be prayer the benedictines ora et labora work in prayer all right in fact we are in a state of grace we are living life in heaven here on earth how if you heard my talk another talk on saturdays the immaculate heart of mary we talked about god is in the heart god is in the heart and if god is in the heart so is heaven So you want to build your mansion in heaven? Start with it in your heart. Heaven is in your heart because God is dwelling in us and with us, God is acting through us. You know what St. Faustina said? St. Faustina said, love is heaven, given us already here on earth in holy communion, fulfilled through the blessed Virgin Mary that remains in our heart. This ties it all together. She said, my mission will not come to an end upon my death, but it will only begin. O doubting souls, I will draw aside for you the veils of heaven to convince you of God's goodness so that you will no longer continue, listen to this, so that I will, she says, I will unveil to you heaven, which she does through her diary, listen to this, so that you will no longer continue to wound with distrust The sweetest heart of Jesus. This is everything we've been talking about in homilies on Saturdays. This is it. Heaven is in the heart. And she is unveiling through her diary heaven to us so that we don't wound the sacred heart of Jesus. And what if we do wound the sacred heart of Jesus? We come to make reparation on first Fridays and first Saturdays. This is what we're doing. This is what it's about. This is why First Fridays and First Saturdays are so important. Listen to what Faustina says in Diary 592. I learned in the heart of Jesus, this is where the heaven is, our heart. I learned in the heart of Jesus that in heaven, so again, the heart is a precursor to heaven. I learned in the heart of Jesus that in heaven itself, there is a heaven to which not all, but only chosen souls have access just what I said, it's different for different people. The level that you get to will be on the mount that you opened up your heart to let God in. Incomprehensible is the happiness in which the soul will be immersed. Oh my God, I that I could describe this even in times, even in some little degree. Souls are penetrated by his divinity and pass, listen to this, from brightness to brightness. So, you will reflect that light. Unchanging light. You will have that light, but never monotonous, never bored. That's what we've been teaching you. Always new. God is infinite. You will never fully explore him. Never changing. Oh, Holy Trinity, make yourself known into the heart of souls. Divine Mercy Diary, 592, St. Faustina, in one paragraph, just summarized everything we've been teaching you. This is what heaven is. This is who God is. Amazing. So I finish with John Paul 2. He said, quote, In the context of Revelation, we know that the heaven or happiness in which we find ourselves is neither an abstraction, so it meaning it's not just an abstraction, just in our mind, nor is it a physical place in the clouds, but a living personal relationship with the Holy Trinity. Remember the heart. That's John Paul. So I know many of you get upset with me when I give you church teaching, the reason I give you church teaching is to get you to heaven. I want to get to heaven. And my judgment day in front of Jesus Christ will be, Father Chris, how many souls did you bring with you? You are a priest. You are a shepherd. As a priest and as a shepherd, I task you to bring souls to me. That is who I believe God has entrusted to the Marian fathers, is you. All of you here, you on the live stream, or God wouldn't have sent you here. So our goal as Marian priests is to get you to heaven. So when I give you the truth, please, church teaching, it's not out of hate. It's not out of discrimination. It's not out of political positioning. It's out of love to get you to heaven. That's why we do it. And praise be to God that you open that heart and let God fill it. Remember the jars at Cana? What was the message of the jars at Cana? They are empty of the earthly things. Now let God fill them with the heavenly things. That's the whole message. You know, my job, as I said, is to help you to get to heaven. Your job is is to get yourself and your loved ones to heaven too by living this message of mercy. Love and truth are the way. And this is what divine mercy is. And so truth with love, love with truth, sacraments of the church, open your heart to let God in, let heaven reign in you in preparation for heaven in the afterlife, and you will have a mansion As Jesus says, that is building your treasure in heaven.
1: Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org.